Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling. As always, we gotta talk about business. Are you following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook? Because you should, because we're at Dabbling Dribbling on all of those platforms. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us, like us, rate us, give us some comments. Um, when it comes to Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts, we'd love to have you there so you can always know what's going on and when the next episode drops. Um, we had a really fun episode, episode 61. What did you think about this episode? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you dropped a bombshell on me at the front of it. Yeah. Um, are you still okay? Are you okay? I'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, it's going to take me some time. It was, but a, I, it was an emotional bombshell for you. Yeah, you can't... I should have checked in on you She's when it in happened. my top five. You don't just, like, drop that kind of information about a top fiver. <laughs> I just want to say, if you look in your DMs, it was there. No, and but knowing me as... When have I ever given you the notion right. that I'm You're in right. my DMs? Yeah. Anyway. Um, but that was cool. And then... Uh, and we talked about love oh, for a while. No. Yeah, we did get into that subject. Yeah, which is... We're always good at talking about that. Yeah. But, anywho. Uh, I, mean, I guess. If you're us. If you're us. We like our, our advice. Yeah, we like our advice. But I also checked in on my advice I gave myself when I was in college. Uh-huh. And I would do it differently. Absolutely. So, we'll explore that. Yes. What else we talk about in the dabbling section? Uh, you drop in some information about the Browns yes. and our former Secretary of State. Condoleezza Rice. What weird. the blew my mind? Yeah, it blew was weird. my socks weird. off. Was not anticipating that. And then you gave us an update on Victoria's Secret and their stance. Yeah, <laughs> not buying any more bras. Uh, basically, and then obviously in our uh, dribbling section, we talk about Kemba Walker having a wild, wild night, and then. Spoiler alert, he had another wild night tonight. Oh it was God. great. Um, we talked about Jimmy Buckets and, Jimmy and the 76ers, and that's going to be an interesting thing. Um, and went into uh, LeBron, right? Was that the last thing yeah, we talked about? Yeah, LBJ. We talked about the, the Warriors, Warriors, and then we talked about LeBron. So, very, you know, it's a LeBron love cast. What do you expect? Uh, what do you so expect amazing. from us? I love him. <laughs> but, and our dope people were dope. I mean, as usual. Mm-hmm. It was a good cast. Yeah, I'll just I'll spoil the, the thing. I think this is the first time we both picked women for our dope people. Yeah, and I'm into it. Maybe. Yeah. Great people. Great people. Fantastic. All right, guys. Make sure you check it out. And uh, let us get on with the show. What up, friends? Welcome to a, another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Um, what was that with your face? What did you do? Well, Alex no. just made a face at me. We were, or at, no, the, no, at his a, computer. The computer. We were looking up uh, fashion right before we started this sure podcast. Sure was, because we're really fashionable. Actually, we're very simple. <laughs> simple in that we know what kind of boots we need yes. online, and uh-huh. they need to be somewhere in the range of under $60. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just not... The boots I'm, that I was looking at was $170. No, no, I mean... But that so, will last me for a so, million years. So the, well, yeah, I'm saying these fry boots that I just saw here mm-hmm. are $278. Nice, nice, And nice. I'm thinking, okay, so... Knockoffs? How <laughs> long could I wear these and actually have them function well? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just That's not an investment I'm willing to make. Yep. But, you got it. Wow. God in heaven. <laughs> So we have two dogs in in the studio today. We have both Wrigley and his friend Riley. So uh, it's good to have them here. Yeah, they may they may uh, they may chime in. How are you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. We, um, can I tell you? We were talking about house plants. Can I tell you my adventure this weekend? Trying to yes, get house plants. First of all, how 
old do we have to be to be talking about house plants? No, you can be as young as you want to. Mm-hmm. House plants are great for anybody. They sure. purify the air. They're yeah. good for calming. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the wintertime, because we're not going to have a lot of greenery around. It's going to make. Oh yeah, that's so true. This winter, I'm investing. I don't want to go to out to. You know when you or in the wintertime cooped up you think I'm gonna go to a cafe or a coffee shop read do all that stuff there's no reason for me to leave my apartment I'm just gonna hibernate the entire winter and I got uh, my coffee stuff I got my tea stuff sure I'm ready to go the you only drink thing coffee? Missing, I never knew that you drank coffee I've re- reintroduced coffee into my diet because of the probiotics and the uh, um, can you just take a pill antioxidants uh, you could and I looked up brewing kombucha uh huh did you know it could be fatal? Yeah. Did not know that. <laughs> so I'll just trust the, the stuff on the shelves. Right. I will not make my own kombucha. Sure. But in terms of coffee, I'll drink decaf because it has like health properties to it. But, but you I don't need, want all you the caffeine. You don't need the caffeine. Yeah. Got I mean, I'll still get some from the decaf. Sure. Whatever. But uh, yeah. So I'm going to go low dosage caffeine. Cool. Anyway, any whoozleby. I need any plants whoozleby. for my apartment because mm-hmm. any good coffee shop should have plants. I was telling you that how much i miss the plants that i had in my apartment when i had a, fa- a guest yeah so yeah continue i got a fiddle leaf plant i got a snake plant what i got the a bloody hell i got also known as a, a mother-in-law's tongue is that the one that like is like a vein no it's straight up like some spiky leaves that have yellow edges around them mm. green dark rich with yellow edge very beautiful and i got a couple others cool but i went to home depot for this home depot can i tell you i purchased eight of them i got them on delivery because uh-huh. they're too big for me sure and some potting soil they dropped off the potting soil and three of the eight plants what and then he said sign here i said where's the rest of it yeah <laughs> sir said, what rest S- of it sir and then we went to his truck he's like i don't have any plants here i said yeah you're missing some plants right so i called them and long story short i had to go back to home depot the next day initially when i told them hey i'm missing five plants on my right. receipt the the woman on the other line said well how much was each plant just read off the totals and I told her the totals. And then she said, okay, sir, sorry about that. We'll go ahead and get these replaced and we'll send them out to you. I said, hang on. Is your intention to just price match some plants? What? And send that out. To- I wow. spent an hour and a half maybe. Picking out these Picking plants. out these eight plants. Because it's an investment of multiple years. Right. It's like these, selecting a dog. It's like first this. First of all, don't compare a plant to a dog. Well, hear me out. I, Here's I'm, where I'm the analogy goes. No, like it's something that you want. You need to like take care of. Right. I mean, you could not take care of it and it'll die a little bit, but you could like figure it out and it can maybe come back to life. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Either way, I was like, let me try. And, this is going to be a relationship I'm going to have with these eight plants. She was like, a committed relationship. Twenty nine ninety eight. Sure, I'll find him a plant for twenty nine ninety eight. No, you better get out. You here. better get your so life. So all- how about I come back there tomorrow? I select the plants. She let me come back. I wanted a refund. Got my refund. But man, Home Depot was like trying to screw you over. But they were really confused by what I said. What happened to the other plants? She's like, I don't know. What? I did not know what happened to five big plants. That's wild. So I would, we can check out Home Depot if you want to get some plants, but I would recommend we should check out the garden district. No, you were just telling me, you're telling me about that. Yeah. I need to go there. That was a, yeah. All right, let's do it. I, I subscribe. 
Okay. I'm into it. Let's do it. Um, all right. Do you want to get into these topics? Yeah. First, I wanted to check in on you. What's that? Um, I found out uh, one of my fave Desi Bollywood actresses got married. And uh, I just want to make sure that you're okay because she's your girl. Wait. Don't. Oh, Wait. my God. I sent it to you. Yeah, through through Instagram. Instagram yeah. yeah, you know, you know how it goes. She's her Deepika, and Deepika, and uh, Runbeer. Her is, it, is that his name? Whoa, 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 whoa! Deepika is married. Is it an open marriage? I can't, I can't stand you. Look at it. Look how happy she looks. Hmm. So yeah. Deepika Pudicone. Who is in Triple X for the most recent uh, thing of Triple X, but is also a very big Bollywood actress and huge proponent of mental health and mental wellness. True. Um, and just a, just really beautiful. So I just want to check in on you to make sure that you were okay. I even like called you out on Insta and be like, can someone check in on my boy uh, Alex? Make sure he's I'm okay. I'm just verifying all the headlines right now confirm that this yep. actually happened. Yep. It's not Photoshopped. Nope, not Photoshopped, not even a little bit. Uh. Like all of my all like the, like uh, Priyanka Chopra said, it, you know, congratulations, insanely beautiful. Uh, Karan Johar, another big Bollywood person, so so gorgeous, biggest kiss. Like they're all just very very excited because they've been dating for a long time, and you know, yeah, he's a handsome man. And oh, that, he's very that, handsome. That mustache. A little bit of the twirl, twirl action. Oh yeah, that's very the... old school India, Indian. Oh yeah, it's kind of like weirdly he's oh making god. it hot. Oh my god, he looks like an Indian Salvador Dali. <laughs> he's just a little. Oh my god, he's these very... are aggressive mustaches. <laughs> but in the wedding pictures, he looks just like Ranveer. Ranveer, yeah. With that mustache, yeah, he looks great. And yeah, they so. look wonderful, and I'm I'm happy for them. Are you sure? Do you want me to hold your hand? Do you need a hug? Man, her nose ring is like a bracelet. It's so big. Oh yeah, the yeah the, the wedding one, the, the wedding, wedding yeah. ring. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm pretty sure it's a clip on. Nope. Yeah, I think it's a clip on. Can you imagine if someone like I would just ripped words your... I think I caught on anything. When when I used to do bar, so I'm a trained Barnatium dancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what that is, but for people who don't. So Bharatanatyam is a classical Indian dance. Yeah, that's just what it is. And like, right. It's and Can it's like it's very rhythmic. It's very um, like stiff arm. There's, it's very graceful. Yeah, very like mm-hmm. rhythmic and things like that. Okay, um, good. I'm glad you clarified that for everybody else. Because yeah, yeah. Um, glad they know now. Yeah, I'm. I've been trained in it for a long time. Can even teach it. Um, but can, can, like, what? could you teach me this thing? Yeah. Okay. I could totally teach it to you. Maybe after. We'll do off a, mic. We'll do a video cast <laughs> one day. Um, and one of the things was that we had to wear very similar things that she was wearing, like a nose ring that like connects to your earring and like all these different things. But obviously, when I was That's younger, so cool. I didn't have a nose ring like I do now. I had it was all clip-ons. Yeah. So I had the the one that like, septum, the septum one, as well as uh, the one that you could put like a clip-on that you could put on. But it's like it's not just like oh here's a ring. It's like ornate and beautiful. Yes. <laughs> um, it was very and beautiful. I was actually kind of sad because my mom gave a lot of my Bharatnatyam like jewelry mm-hmm. to like my cousins in India and stuff when they were doing Bharatnatyam themselves. Can because you get it back? I never asked. 
And I would love to get it back. It's not, it, none of it was like super, super real gold, but it was, it's all still really beautiful pieces. Maybe, that I maybe loved. we could just arrange for that to be. How old are your cousins now? I mean, they're like in college and they're in, in the States, so I could ask them. Yeah. Anyway, I could, I could take them. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you to for Operation uh, <laughs> Mission Recovery. Recovery. Yeah. Because I also gave them like my outfits too. I have some outfits of that as well. So that's she out just, there. God, why didn't you just give them. Well, shoes, I mean, I grew or... out of a lot of it, so, like, the jewelry I didn't grow out of, but, like, the clothes I did. But so. this has stayed with you for a while. It feels, like, emotionally. No, I mean, every time I look back at those pictures, there's such fond memories, because uh, singing and dancing has always been a big part of my med life, so, you know. Anywho, but I just want to check in on you. Uh, well, these photos I'm coming across of her are mm-hmm. just making uh, me a little sad. Because um, she's adorable. But you know what? J-Lo is still in, also up there, and she's with somebody, so it doesn't stop me from um, sending good love vibrations mm-hmm. like in her direction that one day maybe she'll like reciprocate, mm-hmm. come to her senses, and just say, And realize like, that you're the man of her dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. indubitably. Yeah. But um, when she realized that, I'll, I'll be here. Yeah. Um, J-Lo is still with A-Rod. And I'm not holding Which my breath on the that. The Lord one. doesn't under like even the Lord doesn't understand how yeah, that I, is a thing. I still have a shot. <laughs> you absolutely even do. if I get J Lo at at eighty, you would still have. a I shot. I have a shot, and all I have to say, J Lo at eighty is gonna look banging. If J Lo looks like she looked, it's gonna be stupid. It's, it's gonna, she's forty. She's gonna she's forty six. She's gonna be a hundred and look exactly like this. And, and then she's gonna be, she's gonna be at dinner one day and just keel over. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh. Oh yeah, that's so right. She, She's a hundred million years she old. She is mortal. <laughs> oh my god, that was like a Highlander situation. I just want to say you are more attractive than A Rod, so you I like just on like a physical that. level. I appreciate that. And normally, I, I I shoot you down every chance you, I get. I know. Hey, this, this keep is the one grounded. time keep I'm going to be like, I, you you are not ugly, my friend. I would I will take the compliment. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to think he's probably a good conversationalist but i've only seen his mlb coverage mildly he's he was on shark tank he's a businessman oh, so yeah so tank. yeah he was he's doing some investment investments and things A-Rod's like that rod's doing investments mm-hmm. wow. are, when are you getting on that level is he is he, <laughs> is he investing in like steroids <laughs> what is he putting his gonna, money towards i'm gonna eat my melted ice cream mm. This guy mm-hmm. uh he talks baseball very enthusiastically oh yeah i mean like he loves it I, he truly loves mm-hmm. that game. Like, yes. J-Lo loves dance. She must see in him a passion for baseball the way she has a passion for dance. Mm-hmm. I think there's that, and I think they have very similar, like, life circumstances, too. Like, they were both married with children and then divorced those, pe- those people, but mm. still have good relationships with those people. And now they're having this, like, combined family situation. Interesting. So, I mean, the hearts wants... What I've learned is the heart wants what it wants, and it doesn't matter what your brain says. I had someone say to me today, a younger person, Mm -hmm. a younger person, they said, yeah, humor, intelligence, conversation, all that's important, but I still have to find them physically attractive, and Mm -hmm. that matters, and I'm like... It's going to matter less and less as you get older. I know. I wanted to say... I'll never forget... I'll never forget this one person in my life who was talking about how he's so excited to find his wife. This is in the context of like, we were young. We were like in college, right? Mm-hmm. So 18 to 22, that's like the age range we're at. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, and honestly, I can't be with anyone 
that isn't a 10. I know. You told me this and nonsense. I, and I was <laughs> like, I looked at him and I'm just like, okay, you're not ugly. Like, this person wasn't an ugly person, But right? they were like an 8. Like a 6 to 7. 6 to 7. Like average. Yeah. You know? Above and average. 100% above average. Like and 5 is average. Right. If 5 is like middle range We'll call average. him Joe. Joe is 7 at best. You're a 7 at best. At best. And but sevens have gotten tens. Hundred percent. And I'm not. And so he's currently married to a very beautiful person. Uh-huh. I wouldn't look at her and say that she's a ten. Right. But she's de- like women automatically in my eyes are at an eight. Just Wait, normally. Say more. Uh, women are perfection. So like we're already pretty close to ten. So we're always like I'm already an eight. When I I'm normally like an eight, yeah. <laughs> in, in life on Sunday morning, like just waking up fresh out of out of the gate. I'm you're an, eight. an eight. I'm like I have been told I look beautiful oh, waking up. I I have no doubt. <laughs> like By our friend Taurus was staying with me uh-huh. was just like, you look like that when you. I hate you. You look like that. And I was like, I was like, but Wait, how, does friend, look, how does he look? He looks so? great. Yeah, he doesn't know. wear makeup. <laughs> no. He has no hair to do. But I'm also the friend that, like, we were going out for one of our friends, uh-huh. like, going away things. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, get ready. I'm just like, oh, I'll, I'll be ready in, like, two seconds. I, like, wore my, my clothes. Mm-hmm. I put some face lotion on mm-hmm. and lipstick. And I walked out. And he's just like, oh, you I have no you. makeup on? I'm just yeah. like, no, just lipstick. <laughs> just melanin. <laughs> just, just, you know, and ancestry. Like, yeah. just. <laughs> and, <laughs> all, and just ancestry, you know, just, like, melanin. And yeah. just. My ancestors. I don't put on makeup. Me. I have melanin. Yeah. What do I do? Why do I need? Like I literally, the face lotion is there just so just to help you know the the brown to continue not to frown. You know, just yeah, like yeah, moisturize. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just like no. I just just some some lipstick, and he we just like was like I hate you. <laughs> I was like cool, because <laughs> he took quite much longer to get ready. <laughs> so w- women are automatically an eight from your I'm, vantage I'm, point. I'm being yeah, uh, absolutely facetious and not. <laughs> being whatever there's okay but she's she's a, she's a very pretty person but i wouldn't look at her and be like oh my god she's a 10 like right. and 10 is very like objective right I like wonder it's if a we very asked, su- a, a oh, subjective, sure. subjective all of it. thing all of it i feel like if we asked him today do you feel like he would say his no he would say that detector test i think he would he would genuinely think that she is a 10 he was yeah. also this very like gen like he was just he he hard on his sleeve mm-hmm. like he said what he meant he meant what he said like when he said, like, I can't be with anyone that isn't a 10, I was just like, oh, yo, no, he means that. Yeah, part of, <laughs> a part of the 10 piece, though, it's a total package scale. Right. That's what I would think, but the way scale. that he was talking about it was a physical thing. Yeah, no, 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 for sure, at that time. Right. But if we mature, if we mature, and we are where we are today, right. and ever more seasoned as the years go on, right. we would probably say, hey, I'll take more intellect and conversational uh, mm. conversation stimulation than... Physical attraction, because also that stuff fades. That I was just gonna say, like, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. That's what the old song says. (laughs) If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. Uh, It's my personal point of view. Get an ugly woman to marry you. First of all, that's an extreme. Maybe maybe don't call the woman you marry ugly. That's not a great thing. But (laughs) but definitely, you don't want Kim Kardashian to be your wife. Uh, not even that that's a 10. I, I won't say, even say that's, that's a, 10. Not even a 10. For some that's guys, a that's a in 10. My eyes. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's say whoever is the most attractive woman you've ever seen. Unless you are. Like for me, JLo is. 
J-Lo, Beyonce. Okay. I would consider his... Okay. I look at them and I don't see, like, fakeness mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. them. Like, I don't... Yeah. I'm sure... There's Botox sure. in, in J-Lo, but... That's I don't, acceptable I mean, sure. by Hollywood standards. Like it's just run of so the mill. So I mean, you can, I know friends who who to, who have Botox. Yeah. Who, who do Botox? Tighten it up, and that's fine. But like, they also have millions of dollars of disposable money. That's what you do to have trainers For and sure. chefs and stuff like that. For so sure. their body can look like that. Yeah. And, you know, whereas like today I posted something about a um, um, a, um, a a post that someone someone did and it was basically like uh, hold on let me let me pull it up because I can't say it better than this person um, fingers are moving a mile a minute um, my current body type is like you can sort of tell I work out but you can also tell that I don't say no to someone who offers me a cookie <laughs> and I'm like I've never felt more like tr- like scene uh. <laughs> that this tweet <laughs> I'm just like I do totally work out but I'm also eating a pint of ice cream in front of you because right <laughs> I contain multitudes I'm, I'm I am a comp I'm an onion mm-hmm. <laughs> this uh but you were saying I, I no I would say that I'll take some I'll sacrifice there's a total package scale that I did with some friends I'm not proud of this in college I mean a total package scale okay with some friends when I was what does that 20. Mean? We got together and talked about the women that we were attracted to uh-huh. in our immediate vicinity mm-hmm. on our campus. Right. And we couldn't... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. This is such vomit. This is trash. <laughs> it's okay, God. but you've grown up and, like, I think that's... I know. Let me say this, Alex. What mm-hmm. you're probably going to say is going to make me not like you very yep. much, and that's fine. Yep. But I also know you as a human person right now and that you're not like this person. Okay. Well, I'll Does put, that, So I'm, just, I'm I, saying this as a preface that I think our listeners also probably I, agree. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, I'll couch this in that sentiment mm-hmm. that this is not something I would do now. Sure. But it's along the lines of how I try to value people. Mm-hmm. So we would... we I, whoever I was with these guys and we were like, okay, how do you determine who's higher up in your priority list or who who you find more attractive and all you're that. You're like regular top 10. Uh-huh. You're, not top like, you're, you're not like your top 10 of like celebrities, but like the regular top 10 the of, real your, people of your you life. Know. Of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we went on three factors, four factors. Mm-hmm. It was physical attraction. Sure. Intellect. Physical attraction, intellect. Uh, humor X factor wait say that again physical I think I have the categories correct it was physical intelligent like in terms of conversation mm-hmm. intellect humor and then uh, X factor What's the X factor? It can be whatever you want it to be. It could be someone who's like very creatively, musically inclined, mm-hmm. or they could just be really good with like repairing they physical. It. They yeah. have it. They have yeah. some kind of pizzazz or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you would go through these four and rank each category one through four, one through ten, mm-hmm. and then you add up the total score to get the TP score, which is the total package score. And it's completely subjective, but for each person, right. We all did this for ourselves. So it could tell me, like, where I... It's kind of... We do the same thing, but we don't write it down right. in dating. So if I were on a dating app, and you know how you have a queue? Yeah. You have, like, several people who you've matched with or yeah. whatever. How do you prioritize where you're putting your energies? 
for me, original like it's usually like physical attraction is like kind of the first thing mm-hmm. that kind of catches my eye of that person, mm-hmm. and then immediately after that it is the conversation right so like if the conversation is like interesting you know like it's a it's a couple of things with the conversation it's either like i find them interesting like they're saying interesting things that i'm interested in or like i'm intrigued by there's that there's also like the affirming piece like as a as words of affirmation being my love language Mm -hmm. like if they're like wow Mm -hmm. you're beautiful i'm like Oh, you think I'm pretty? Okay, let's talk. Like, let's. You just went up two points, yeah. It's like, and it's not like a huge thing, but it's just like, oh, like, I find you attractive, and it's cool that you find me attractive. So now let's uh-huh. continue on this conversation. And if if it's just that that you're just saying really nice things to me about how pretty I am mm-hmm. and how I'm a babe and all those things, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. So it's just like, thank yeah. you, but mm-hmm. like, I'm That's aware. E- I'm aware. I'm. I'm. Yeah hot like there's i don't a, need there's you know. the self-esteem there you don't need sure. to do that for me that's yeah. that's not even a category like someone validating you is not even one of the categories on this scale mm-hmm. for you you already factored in the physical attraction and the intellect right for like conversation and then you were just saying to me off mic like when someone puts you in stitches and makes you laugh oh my that's God. also very very important it's so important humor needs to be also in the conversation yeah so that's three categories and then the fourth thing you're attracted to something else in this person something else There's outside something, of those yeah and it's hard to explain usually what it is mm-hmm. whatever that x factor is. it can be something definitive or something not yeah but i used to categorize people in this way and still do unofficially yeah. i just don't write it down I, I think there's like a yeah please don't write it down and like write a like slam book about Pre- it or something what's that what's that uh, a burn book is that what it's yeah about? Or like, or like a burn book or, or like, like what the, facebook originally was like who's hot and who's uh, not <laughs> was it, is that was that the intention originally yeah it was like college oh was yeah like back doing, in the movie yeah yeah okay like back when it started in 2005 wild um yeah no i just think it's like interesting to um I think it's interesting to do all of that. Like, to, like, categorize people that way. So analytically? Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think all of us do it subconsciously, right? In right. some way, like, oh, this person, like, oh, this person's cute. Or, like, oh, they're hot. Or, like, mm-hmm, oh, they're mm-hmm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or, whatever, you know, handsome. Whatever you want to. And, like, whatever that those words mean to you, there's an attraction level there. Right. And then from there, you kind of go on. But I think, like, I've always been the kind of person, at least growing up, like, yeah, physical attraction was, like, important to me. But if, honestly, I couldn't hang out with you. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't kick it with you, Yo. And if I couldn't just sit in silence with you mm-hmm. and not let it be weird, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want you in my life. I, this, this... Yeah, it's funny. I had this conversation. This is the same person. Mm-hmm. I don't, just this happened only hours ago, so mm-hmm. it's fresh in my mind. This is the same conversation I had with the person who's talking about going to buy athletic shoes. Uh-huh. They need new running shoes. Yeah. And I said, you know, you got to, you know what, this podcast is not sponsored by these folks. Okay, sure. So I'm not even going to say it. Right. But I have a particular pair of shoes that I very much like. Sure. Because of the midsole material. Isn't it Adidas shoe? <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> is it a shoe that I'm probably going to wear I'm when we go out? I'm <laughs> going to say indefinitely, but I have told many people about this product mm-hmm. and no one has said that they regret it. They say like, wow, this is amazing. Like, right. It's very comfortable, very soft right. and supportive. And this person was like, yeah, but I don't like the way they look. They don't look ugly, but they don't look as sleek as a silhouette as say the other brand of shoe. And I said, 
you wait, wait, put your foot in one. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but listen, I gotta look good all the time, and I'm like, looking good is fine. But the shoes aren't ugly. Right. But if you put that on your feet, see if your care on aesthetics isn't somewhat offset by how amazing this thing is under your foot. If you could walk in this thing all the time, running it, do all this stuff, you might feel differently about the way it looks. Right. Similar about people is like, oh, that guy right there, he's a six, he's a seven. Right. And then you get to talking to him and you're like, oh, he's more he's than maybe that. he's maybe higher than I yeah. had imagined. Substance. Right. And aesthetic. Right. A balance. Right. Delicate. Yeah. These things all matter. All those things matter. Because I'm also thinking about, I know someone who married someone. Like, they they, they, they fell in love, they dated, they, they fell in love, got married, um, and had to have a beautiful life together. Mm-hmm. And then he had a stroke. And now we are, like, dealing with, like, mm-hmm. life of him having home care for mm-hmm. potentially a long period of time. You know? So it's like you need to be with someone that you're gonna love them when they are not their best, when they have boogers in their in their Ooh. eyes, when they are fat, when they are ugly, when they are their ugliest, not even just in like a physical form, like when they're like in their personality not a beautiful person. Yeah. And also oh. like who they are as like in their in their in their physical and mental emotional being you got to love them fully and you have to choose every day to love them and when it becomes hard to choose to love them that's when you probably step away right but it's a choice every day that you make to love that person i thought about this the other day Mm -hmm. the choice and it's something that we don't think about people say it's a choice Mm -hmm. but when i really thought about it the other day i was like oh my god it's really like a legitimate choice like when older people told that to me when i was younger Mm -hmm. like oh i choose to love um my partner i choose to love my significant other like yeah you wake up and you think oh yeah they're there again i choose to love them it's not that simple right it's actually effort Mm -hmm. you really got there are days by human nature you're tired of seeing the same person and some of the crap they did annoyed you. Right. And you have to actively choose. Because you could choose to go elsewhere. Wander around. Right. Get a, little, get a little stuff on the side. But you actively say, you know, I committed to eating this one meal a day for the rest of my life. Instead of sampling at Ponderosa or Golden Corral. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just eat. Right. This. This thing. And you're like, Metaphorically wow. and possibly physically. That's a, that's, right. She only cooks one thing. <laughs> Unless I bring, bring something Unless home. You. And I got it. Yeah. So this is like a, this is an active choice that I only now realize as a 30 something year old continuing into my, my age. Look at this and think, are you ready to have a relationship now? Mm-hmm. And if so... Are you open to that relationship lasting forever? Mm. And the answer for me is definitively no. Mm. But then are you open to just having a casual relationship with someone and it being just that? Two mature adults enjoying each other's company intellectually, uh, humor-wise, physically, etc. It's so hard to do that because the DTR is ever-looming to find the relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Some people don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just... So I'm like, huh. 
Are you ready to be responsible for someone else's emotions? It's a huge responsibility. It's a big deal. And that's why we have so, I feel like the the conversation, I won't even say between the sexes, because like same-sex couples yeah, or gender non-conforming. In, in general. general Polyamorous relationships, different monogamous levels relationships. Of expectations. Yeah. I, I just, in the wintertime, cuffing season is here, mm-hmm. so I am opting out. I'm just completely opting out. You're like, out. I'm good. I, I, I bought those plants. Full well knowing dropping two hundred dollars was nothing for me because I'm like that's like four dates. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's, like, that's like maybe five, six. Um, no, I'm not doing any of that. Instead, I'm gonna hang out with my plants, read some books, right. or listen to some music. Maybe if you really wanted like someone to cuddle with, get a get a weighted blanket. You know, yeah, a weighted blanket. That's gonna change that your life. Really amazing. It's, it's gonna change your oh, life. Oh God, I'll get good at chess. I'll do so. Actually, can you teach me chess? I yeah, need, yeah, yeah. And another friend of mine said he would teach me chess too. I just need yeah, I need yeah. to learn it. I can do it. I've gotten better at it, but I could still always improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. But we there's could do so like many chess things. matches but before that's the, that's the chess wars. Chess matches before oh. our cast. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Because you know, as we talk about life and and play the game of chess. I could do that. See, this is the thing. Like, there are so many activities you could do as oneself by yourself to enrich mm-hmm. thine life mm-hmm. and you have good friends in your life sure if you focus on the uh the platonic and the personal development mm-hmm. you almost don't need a partner but i understand that's not for everyone in the springtime i would definitely come in bloom because march i am open season after february 15th what the real mvp have you God, <laughs> would you stop showing me text messages while we're trying to? You Sorry, need I'm to good. I'm get, good. She's a. You I'm are good. so enamored, Twitter pated. Anyway, back to this conversation. <laughs> Your face is just so. I know it's it's not lit up. It's a little anxious. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, guys, dating is weird. <laughs> dating, dating is all dating. about communication. All right, so cool, Deepika. Congratulations. I'm happy for you and Ranveer. You look great. You're beautiful. Um, if they have kids in the future, I hope they're healthy and happy. Oh th- yes, absolutely. Um, I just have two other things to talk about, mm-hmm. and they're super super short. Uh, because it's super short. Um, the first one is, did you hear that the Cleveland Browns, um, the football team mm-hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. um, is interested in interviewing, seriously interested in interviewing Condoleezza Rice for their head coaching gig? Do you know who Condoleezza Rice is? Is it the Condoleezza Rice that worked in the White House mm-hmm. with George W. Bush? Yes, yes. Does Former she... Secretary of State? Mm-hmm. You looked as perplexed as most of all of us. So she is. You're like, I'm very careful about this question because I don't want to assume anything. Mm -hmm. Please go on. Okay, so at first I was like, Condoleezza Rice, like this brilliant, brilliant woman. This brilliant black woman. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. Moderate Republican. Moderate Republican. What? Like, I was so confused by it. And then I was like, well, I know that she likes football. She talked about wanting to be commissioner of, of the NFL. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this, I didn't know she liked so football. So I, I did some more digging on mm-hmm. this. And like, so there's like, she's talked about wanting to be commissioner of the NFL previously. No but, kidding. Yeah. So she, and she like goes to Stanford often for football games and is like, 
buddy buddy with like the football like that's not a professional team no but like she like she likes football the same way that i used to like football which by the way my bears are doing so well that's great are you watching them i'm not and i'm very perplexed and i don't know what to do about that yeah because like the nfl is garbage yeah as like an organization it's too bad and my bears are doing really well right um my rams are doing really well I just uh, you mean your Los Angeles Rams? Yeah, the LA Rams that used to be St. Louis Rams that used to be the LA Rams before that. I just have to learn to live with shared custody. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you're okay with that. <laughs> um, anyway, the cle- and so I was so perplexed by this, but then I I read that like you know she's actually she likes football and like whatever. Is she had like I think the Cleveland Browns are desperate. And, no, like, that's what need, I was assuming. I was like, <laughs> like they are like they are going to be creative with whatever no, comes. No, I, I was assuming that if they had to interview a black woman mm-hmm. to be their coach, it's going to be the smartest NFL well, coach in all of not, history. Not even just that. It's like they went through a lot a long list mm-hmm. of people. They're like, I'm okay. sure they're interviewing a lot of other people, but there was this is the one that leaked at least that, that they were interested they in. Probably were looking at like Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> Um, Mr. Sager, or not Sager. What's mm-hmm. the guy from Full House? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. He's not a come black on? person. Just no, so you know. no. I, neither is Barney. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, Barney's a at least he's a dinosaur of color. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I ain't shit. That was but bad. They, but but the, they probably went through a long list of people yeah. before saying like, well, you I know, Condoleezza Rice. Maybe there was a. I mean, there was a female assistant coach for the Falcons. Maybe they should. They should hire her, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. The ticket sales. Sorry for the movie mm-hmm. about this box office mm-hmm. through the roof. This movie. Imagine. Remember the Titans. Imagine Rudy. Think about these types of sports movies. First of all, Remember the Titan has a special place in my heart. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. You you put a black woman oh, as the head sorry, coach like, of the I'm... sorriest, <laughs> no good, moribund looking, <laughs> fugly team as the coach of them. And she's got to prove herself to some manly scrubs. And they're going to be like, we don't respect a woman because she's our head coach or whatever. And right. then she's got to prove herself to this like macho environment. And then all of the city of Cleveland is resistant to it. Mm. But then she starts changing the culture. Things start happening. Guys get a little more vulnerable. They start sharing the feelings. Right. Then they start playing better. Then you get more out of your players. They feel this overall is, more happy. This is happy. a Disney movie. And then Cleveland is like rejoicing after they make it so close to the Super Bowl and either they win or they don't I'm not writing the end of that it doesn't matter but it doesn't matter because the win already happened in the heart of Cleveland <laughs> and the that's heart of the players the movie <laughs> so uh, that's gonna be amazing so anyway Condoleezza if you get that that'd be kinda cool I mean I still don't watch the NFL until Roger no. Goodell is not the commissioner and the whole culture of the NFL changes but other than that and the thing is, like, I really enjoy football. Not the whole, like, head injury-esque of the football like thing. Mm. But I, I enjoy football. I enjoy, like, I enjoyed playing it. I enjoyed playing flag football and touch football growing up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's unfortunate. Okay. And the last thing I want to say is a hearty F you to Victoria's <laughs> Secret. What? A hearty nut-fucking-F-U. What happened? Um... Victoria's Secret came out. So they had the Victoria's Secret fashion show that happened okay, recently. Okay, that's what happens. All right. Um, 
And somebody, some marketing person, like the, the chief marketing officer, like whoever the head person is for marketing, some old white guy, um, was like, you know, our brand is catered oh, no. to a specific oh, no. God, no. type of person. Don't do it. And. Oh, Edgar. <laughs> first of all. Oh, Simon. <laughs> oh, Simon. Oh, Tad. Oh, Robert. <laughs> Fucking. Man. Oh, Bert. Um, that, you know, Victoria's Secret has no uh, plans to have any trans women or uh, fat women over, over you know, uh, plus size women specifically um, in their, in their uh, repertoire of their fashion show or their catalogs because that's not the type, like, that's not the, 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 the audience we cater to. So for that, I just say a hearty, hearty F you. I don't give a nut fuck about your... Like, I personally want to burn every Victoria's Secret uh, underwear and bra that I have. And um, I have quite a few. And all I want to say is yeah. I'm, I will not be shopping at that establishment anytime mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. You have... And I'm saying this as a person who's not, you know, 110 pounds and 5'10". Yeah, sure. You know? I am... Much heavier than that, and mm. I am short as hell. Mm-hmm. And I feel beautiful. Great. And for you, Victoria's Secret, to make me Damn feel bad. as like an other, you can go fuck That's yourself. That's really messed up. It's super you terrible. You think about some of the most beautiful models in the industry. Yeah. Who's the Who's the, the one that everyone talks about? Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham. Beautiful. She came on the scene and everyone's like, She's like yeah. a size 12 or 14. and like I don't looks... even know what those numbers mean. I don't and, understand what a zero is. Like, I am... I don't. I'm so for the longest keep time. Keep trying. Keep trying. Go ahead. For the longest time, I thought like I think when you first met me, I was a size fourteen. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm trying I, to remember. I don't sure. Know. Whatever. And I've lost weight and whatever. Nah, you know, to be healthy. <laughs> like nah, all those things. <laughs> to be healthy. <laughs> I did all those things to be like healthy. No, yeah. you did. You did. Yeah. I, I've done. You've been very myself. conscious of of your health. Yeah, and I yeah. still eat a pint of ice cream if I want to. Yeah, whenever. Because I can do whatever the hell yeah, I want. Yeah. Um. And so since then, I was like, oh, like none of my pants are fitting. Like mm-hmm. my size 14 pants don't fit. Yeah, what do you know? So I went to a, get to a size 12 and now they don't fit. And so. And what and are so you now then? I'm pretty sure I'm a size 10. You're a 10. Yeah. So, Which is still like above average and still plus size. I don't understand how you all have pants mm-hmm. numbers uh-huh. that are just one number. All right, but like that one number can also be like I can have I can I'm typically a size ten or twelve, regular or short. So regular would be like a typical like long. You it so just, it should be like a ten R or a ten S. Yeah, or I've a ten T. Tall. For tall. I've seen ten. Yeah, but like women go and like find if they're like that's how we buy, buy our stuff. Like you gotta 10s, try 12. stuff on. Yeah, this is why women have to try stuff on. I men, listen when you <laughs> when you're irritated and upset that women have to keep trying on stuff. It's because their numbers don't make sense. Right. It's because a ten isn't the same ten to every woman in every brand. Right. Whereas a guy's pant leg thirty two thirty two is a thirty two thirty two. Right. Because it's literally actual inches, not yeah. Because a size like a so for me, why don't it, you all it, get your your measurements together? Well, first of all, I know my measurements, so I'm talking about the inseam. <laughs> yeah, so this is so this is interesting because, like a so in Old Navy, a size ten may fit me really well, but like in an Express, a size twelve may fit me better because of how it's made. Yeah, that's which is so frustrating. Dumb, which is really dumb. Uh, so then, like, sometimes I'm like, I love Old Navy and the Gap and Banana Republic because 
their sizes make Why me feel skinny. Why are the numbers this way? I don't know. It's it's also probably like I genuinely don't own a size ten pant even in Old Navy because mm-hmm. I can't believe that I'm a size ten. I haven't been a size ten since I was like a freshman in high school. That's dope. Yeah. Cool. I, it's it's very strange. To Look me. at you. I mean, I'm cute though. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> you're doing you're doing the real work and. Uh, I don't understand the numbers still, but I guess it's like explaining the inches system versus metric. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that, but I think beyond like sizes and stuff like that, I just want to say Victoria's Secret, go mm-hmm. F yourself because there's gr- other amazing companies That's out there that is doing great work. So uh, shout out to Gabby Fresh and her whole line. Uh, she's a plus size uh, body positive like person that's on the internet who has a like a bikini ba- bathing suit line as well as like a lingerie line. Fenty, Rihanna, Fenty. thank you. Like her like all of her models are Ella, anywhere Ella. from like a size zeros to a size 18 plus yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so rihanna can ha- take all of my money she always can and always will she's a queen she's a princess um third love which is another like company that uh, third love ceo also even like wrote a letter to victoria's secret being like you should be ashamed of yourself for 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 that because we live in the reality where women come in all shapes and sizes and mm, all of those shapes damn. and sizes are beautiful and important and i and it makes me mad because growing up i felt i was never like obese like overweight obese like big looking mm-hmm. but i wasn't skinny stick skinny like all of my friends like the victoria's secret model yeah i wasn't and right. and i was like a short girl who i wasn't big boned i got mm. muscle like right. i could take you out i still mm-hmm. can you mm-hmm. know and so I felt less than and ugly so often mm. in in growing up because of interactions I had with people, but also with just like what society said was beautiful, right? Mm. And so when I see an Ashley Graham who has roles but still mm. looks gorgeous in mm-hmm. a Oscar De Laurenta dress, like mm-hmm. that's beautiful, you know, like mm-hmm. that's wonderful, and that's what we need to be putting out there and not being like, oh, I can only date a ten. And a 10 is a size zero. I know. But I'm just saying, like, physical beauty is just one thing. And all of that can fade in an instant. So be kind to others and to yourself and maybe have better business practices. Piece of shit. Victoria's Secret. Do you remember when Tyra Banks first came on the scene Mm -hmm. with Victoria's Secret? Mm -hmm. Part of the thing was not just that she was a black model, because they had black models before. But she was a more full-figured She black had model. curves. Like, people did she not had a have booty. curves. And she the, had boobs. Right. The the thing is, though, by today's standards... Sports Illustrated? When she was on Sports Illustrated? Oh, God, forget about it. I was I a was teenager. Like, she was hot as hell. Burned hot. in my retinas. <laughs> Could not get that out of my mind. Um, but that was the, the curvaceous, the, the voluptuousness of it. Mm-hmm. Even by today's standards, she was... She became a norm for right. like modeling. You could be that curvaceous. Now I would not look at that form of her then mm-hmm. and say like, oh, wow, that was breaking the mold. No. Yeah, yeah, but at the time, it's like gradual steps and all that. So it, like Victoria's, you, the joke back when you were a kid mm-hmm. was always, uh, was Victoria's Secret that she's a man? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that's not true now mm-hmm. because they would not support trans, the trans like, women. So and that's, that's, that's so sad. Too bad. Too you're bad. missing. You're missing out on a big when deal. I tell, when I tell you, I was just thinking, oh man, I need like some extra, like some new bras. Like I've, I have some yeah. bras that like I'm, I've lost weight and I like mm-hmm. oh like they're fitting, but they're kind of like losing its form and stuff. I need to buy some new bras. Oh, you're not getting shit from me. Mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret. I literally was like, oh, I'll go to the Victoria's Secret on Broadway, like I would normally do. And get the bras that I like, and when they have their their underwear sale, like I'm gonna go get a bunch of like cute underwear that I want. Right. Nope, not gonna. I'm gonna oh, get some no. Hanes, and I'll be good. I'll go to Amazon. <laughs> get some Hanes. Just go to Amazon. <laughs> just go to Amazon. Give my money to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I know. They've got good working practices. <laughs> yeah. I'm not nah. gonna say no, that they I don't. I, I, they don't. Listen, <laughs> hey, I'm as guilty. Call me on that shit. I know uh, it's not the I, best. I, I, I shop Amazon all the time. Oh well, and they're coming to Long Island and to DC. Their headquarters. Queen, I heard it's Queens specifically. Long Island City, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Queens, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, some people don't like that because it's gentrifying, and uh, some people, say, yeah. But it's also right. jobs, but then it's also like taking away some real estate. Oh, remains it's to really be complex. seen. It's remains very, very to be complex. seen. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. But it, all I know is when I went to return my boots this past weekend, they changed it up on me because mm-hmm. you know how you're supposed to drop off the return box at UPS. Yeah. Uh, it was like. Do you want to drop it off at our Amazon four star in Soho? The one that's like right by my place? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, huh? wait, where's the UPS option? They're like, USPS. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to USPS. <laughs> <I'm not> USPS. <laughs> what do I want my package to get lost and never get my money back? Um, and then it was like, oh, four star is the only thing I can do. So I had to walk in Amazon four star with my prepackaged thing mm-hmm. and the, the outside it's simplified super simplified label right. to put on top it, it just doesn't look like a normal label because it's just a barcode and their address <laughs> and then you uh, go in the store and like hey returning something I was like yeah and she's like here let me get that for you so, I boom. love that Amazon and she store. goes okay great you'll get an email in a second they gave me an email in a second and as I do on Sundays I made my weekly Amazon purchase because I don't let myself buy during the week because I know I'll buy some frivolous shit <laughs> at like 10 p.m. at night when I don't need to be doing that. Um, I have a lot of things in my cart and then I mm-hmm, like say save, save mm-hmm. for later often. All the time. My yeah. cart is like a hundred things deep. Yeah. <laughs> but I only buy I have a, within I have my a stack budget. of underwear like yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So I, went, of, I, I finally purchased underwear. it and it's done and I spent the appropriate amount of money with self-control and responsibility and, and when I went to go shop, when I went to go uh, purchase it, mm-hmm. I went in there and I was like, okay, I don't. I wish I wouldn't spend exactly this much money, but I triple checked. I need all of these things, like sponges, mm-hmm. dish soap. I'm about to run out of all these things that you have to have if you're a decent human being. They had the exact amount of my boots that I just returned only hours ago mm-hmm. listed as a credit for the store, and they discounted that off my price. Wow. Immediately. Wow. And I got my 5% back with my Amazon Prime card. And I said... <laughs> I love everything. Fucking, I can't not do this. <laughs> I understand that it's probably not right, but it's so but it's convenient. So right. <laughs> Golly, but the so anyway, I do. I I appreciate you saying that, and it's 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 um, disheartening li- to know. And literally support all the other brands out there yeah. that oh. are that don't give a crap about what the size of the woman is. You're gonna get to a point. Look at RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. How popular is that? Very popular now. The the conversation around same-sex marriages is over. Like, we've moved on. That is now nationally legal. Mm. We are legalizing marijuana across states. Right. 
you're looking at and not just I'm not just saying like drugs and right. like sexuality are related in any way, but in terms of progression right. and liberal Liberalism, thinking around people yeah. living their lives. Mm-hmm. You are gonna get trans uh normative, trans trans familiar. Mm-hmm. Being more comfortable with transgender conversations just LGBTQ, and people like is just normal, it's not yeah. going away. And if anything, get with it's, the program. It's just seriously. opening up more because we've always had transgender people. We've always had people who are gender nonconforming for histories, ages. Joan of Arc was gender mm-hmm. nonconforming. She got burned at the stake for trying to be more like a dude. You know, like. And it's wild because when you think of Joan of Arc, you just you're just like, oh, she just cut her hair. <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> she was Sinead O'Connor before Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> this stuff mattered all throughout history, but we always ignored it. But it's coming more to the forefront. Yeah. And so it's a shame that Victoria's Secret's going to be lumped in that same category of the kind of people who like stood in front of black kids who tried to enter white schools in the '60s. Um, you know, just saying, like, we're not in favor of equality and representing people who are different. So we were going to stick with skinny, white, and light skin. Well, they got some dark skin models, too. Yeah, but, but like they're not the skinny, popular ones. Well, you're right. Uh, yeah. Skinny, straight-haired models walking in tiny little lingerie. It's like, who? I got to say, I don't think a lot of guys go for that. Can I tell you what this person said? The chief marketing officer, Ed Razek, made a made, okay. he made it to Vogue. He said, we attempted to do a television special for plus sizes in 2000. Mm-hmm. No one had any interest in it. Still don't. It's like, why doesn't, your, why doesn't your show do this? Shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show? First of all, it's transgender. Yeah, but he works but in a business industry. He doesn't know. Whatever. He said, transsexuals in the show? No. No, I don't think we should. At least he didn't say should. transvestites. That would have been worse. Oh, good Jesus. That would have been terrible. He's like, no, I don't think we should. Why? Well, why not? Because the show is a fantasy. You better get your whole life. I... Yeah, when you work in corporate and especially like a creative field where you're dealing in people's underwear, <laughs> you don't have, you don't really don't have the, the language around and the introspection around like body imagery and the dynamics interpersonally for people. So one of the comments that this guy made is like said ad basically said we're nobody's third love which is a company a a bra and underwear company Mm -hmm. it's very uh comfortable very inclusive got some memory very inclusive of of people Mm -hmm. he's like we're nobody's third love we're their first love and the ceo of of, uh the ceo of third love heidi goes we are flattered for the mention but let me be clear we may not have been a woman's first love but we will be be her last so that was dope that this she is, said that. This is that the whole back and forth right there left me feeling not great. No, but she she basically wrote this letter and just mentioned what he said and said like there was a little bit more of just like no, how dare you like be saying no, these things. I just don't like them throwing around their brand name like it's Oh yeah. Like it's a yeah. Pro- they're just prostituting the brand name. Yeah, alone. probably. Like, but it's also But it's also at the end of the day it's a message that needs to be Yeah, it's fine. So. The marketing side of me doesn't love it. But the but the moral stance as a person, I'm all about that. That's fantastic that uh, people are coming out in opposition. Yeah. To that in two I'll say this, having heard what Ed just said. Mm-hmm. If you Again, were, these are just snippets of what he said. He okay. said more things. Based on just that. Yeah. If you were to say, Hey, my my sentiment is that we've tried mm-hmm. and it didn't work by the numbers. So 
intellectually. In 2018 years ago. A long time ago. He's like, intellectually, I've played it back in my mind on a, on a loop, on a repeat, so that it's always going to justify him not trying. Even though there's a big difference between 2004 and 2014. Like the national, the national culture around race, ethnicity, gender has shifted exponentially, and just and I say that also I want to put a grain of salt mm-hmm. on that because mm-hmm. uh, we're in a liberal bubble and we work at a liberal institution. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes we think the rest of the world is moving at a pace similar to us, but I would also say because of globalism and technology and social media more people around the world are thinking along more progressive lines than ever before. So he, Ed, Ed just don't be known because he's not on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's not following no, Third Love. Not. He's not following Third Love. Probably Probably not, not even following Questlove. <laughs> Questlove is the, is the dopest. I, I enjoy I him. Lo- I love him. I enjoy I'm him very much. His new book is out. I got to check that. Oh, really? He's got, a, he's got a book. A book. Well, thanks for sharing. But yeah. I think that's all I have. You feel good? Yeah. All right. I'll stop. You want to keep it moving? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's keep it going. All right, folks. It is time for our second segment of three in Dublin Dribbling, and it is our dribbling section. Uh, we are about a month into the NBA season. And there's some things that are happening, so you want to take it over? What's what what's what's been going on? Kemba Walker went off for sixty points, and you know what? He outscored his whole team. Yep, whole team. That's and they bonkers. still lost. Yeah, that's gonna happen when you outscore your entire team. Dang. Mm-hmm. Free Kemba Walker. What does that mean? Get him out of that contract. Oh, this piece of crap. Yeah. Freak <laughs> this guy. He's, he's man, Kemba is a special player this yeah. year. And he's top two always in scoring mm-hmm. this year per game. He's, I don't know where this was, but we've always said he was. Remember when they were trying to trade Kemba Walker to the Cavs? Yep. Cavs were trying to get him. Yep. Can you imagine Kemba if Walker Kemba and Walker had played with LeBron? Okay, so someone posted that on Instagram of how, like, if Kemba went to, like, the Lakers, mm-hmm. how stupid that would be with him and Tyson yeah. Chandler and yeah. and I'm just like well yeah. Tyson Chandler is not what he was but he's like no a de- but he's, he's still, a defensive presence he's still like he delivers what he needs to deliver right uh but yeah but I just still say but he had a bonkers night and they still lost and that's what's sad to me mm-hmm. yeah that's sad that's it's a travesty but can, well he lost to a very good Philadelphia team. Super good Philadelphia team. Who hit the Jimmy Butler hit that game winner? That three. That was Yo, Jimmy nice. Buckets. Jimmy Butler has come on to that team and it, his first night in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They scored, lost the first game. The first game they lost. The second game was in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He dropped 28 and mm-hmm. they won. Yep. He was the high man. Yep. The next was like Joel Embiid with 23. Right. I was like, is this how it's going to be? It's going to be a problem. He, Jimmy showed up and said, where's the ball? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> show me the ball. I don't know if you know this. Mama mentality. Jimmy Butler. We're going to win games. Jimmy Butler is so savage. Oh, he God, He is yeah. ridiculous. And I find that wildly attractive. No, his What's wrong with me? His confidence. <laughs> is so attractive. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't back down. No. From 
any challenge. Like I'm, I'm like playing with my hair because it's so attractive. I see. I mean, this is, he people have said this for a long time that there are very few players. There are players in the NBA who act tough, and there's players in the NBA who are actually tough. Jimmy Butler is not afraid of confrontation. Nope. And in a challenging moment. Yep. And the night he hit the game winner against Kemba, Kemba went for 60. Jimmy had 15. Yeah. He went up to that point. He was three for 10 from the field. And then he hit one to go four for 11 overall. He did not shoot well. Mm -hmm. But when it mattered. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the ball. Joel Embiid stood on the three line. Right. Opposite him. Jimmy could have passed it to Joel. Right. I watched this play. Joel was in position. Hands ready. Right. Joel can shoot a three. Jimmy didn't even look at him. Yeah. Jimmy just pulled up, <laughs> sunk the three, and I watched Joel's body language. No. Very few Sixers got elated. Right. But some Sixers were like happy. Joel didn't have any of that. He had, he had, he had, uh, he had some... He may have had some feelings about it. Who... At the end of this year, the big three in Philadelphia... Is it possible that Jimmy Butler's the man on that team? I think if they want to win games, they have to be. Mm-hmm. They have to be. At least get in line. Joel Embiid's an MVP candidate right now. It's a month into the freaking season. Well, it is a month he's in. He's averaging twenty-seven and thirteen. Sir, he is, it is a month into this season. Um, he has goals this year. Do, I I'm. I would be interested to see if Joel's ego gets in the way of his winning games this oh, year. Oh, I think I think it. I don't. It's not it, you being interested. It will get in the way. <laughs> Do you know who Joel Embiid is? Did you forget? Are you in Joanna? Jo- oh, because he has feelings. No, 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 no. Because no. of Rihanna. Oh, uh, called him jo- Joanna. <laughs> like Joanna. That was his creation, not mine. Yes, uh, but he. I think it's going to be a hard year for them. We'll see. We'll see what what comes of it. Um, Also, today we found out that the Wizards are willing to basically trade their whole team, (laughs) specifically including their All-Stars. You have to. That team is garbage. Wizards team is bad news. It is so bad. And who are their All-Stars? John Wall and Bradley Beal of St. Louis. Yeah, they both are Great players. They're really good players, but here's the problem. When you give people bad contracts, like too much money. Right. And then you turn around like, okay, guys, (laughs) give them, you give them too much money. And then you turn around to the league and say, okay, we don't want these players anymore. Who wants to take them? You're like, do you realize you just made. You just shot yourself in the foot. We're not going to take. We're not going to do it. Bad contracts. Yep. So I don't know what they're going to do. That was dumb. They gave John Wall 200 plus mil. They gave Bradley gonna, close to that. And again, mm. like maybe they're they're worth two hundred mil for the Wizards, but not. It's gonna be one of the worst contracts ever signed. Because yeah. John Wall's career, he's fast, but he's aging, mm-hmm. and his speed is only gonna diminish. Right. For where he goes next, I don't know what system you. He's like Melo. I don't know what system you put him in. Yeah. He can he and can Mello's distribute still a though. Free agent at this point, right? Like we don't know where he's going. He's not even a free agent. He's just not playing. He, he just doesn't have a job. He's, he has a job. He's just not playing. Oh, because they haven't officially released him. Right. Oh. He's just at home. This this is... (laughs) He just sent him home. With pay. That's not bad. No, it's not. I mean, get your money. Yeah. He's he's still winning with cash. But I don't know. But John Wall, 
um, is one of my favorite players to watch, but we don't watch him very often because he's not ever in contention, so they're not on TV very much. Yeah. Um, I guess the the one thing that we talked a little bit about last week was the Golden State Warriors and the and the internal turmoil mm-hmm. that happened mm-hmm. in in the in the game um, in with the team between KD and Draymond. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond did speak on it once and just was like, look, we said our thing. We're good. We're keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to say what I say. I want to say what I mean. I mean what I say. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, we're, we're about winning games and blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever decisions Clay make, whatever decisions KD makes after the season, do you booze? Like, that's mm-hmm, basically, you know, mm-hmm. he was very, like, mm. matter of fact. He didn't I, apologize. Oh, no, he absolutely... Draymond Green apologizing, please. He he took responsibility for his role in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But he said, decision making for what I'm not going to pretend like I have any control over what Clay and KD decide to do in the offseason with their money and their choices. Yeah. I have only heard on all reports across the sports nation Mm -hmm. that KD's gone at the end of the... He was already... He was already leave. one foot off. We all him. thought he was going to leave. Right. But now it's totally... When you when you saw... I've watched the tape multiple times now. Yeah. He definitely comes back on the... KD comes back on the court and says, this is why I'm leaving. Yeah, no, he does like... We you see his mouth. This is why I'm leaving. Yeah, this or this is why I'm out or something like that. Yeah. It was some version of like, bye. Yeah. He Which straight is... Straight up, you could see it. It was so... And then when KD came back on to talk... Did you see the the Rockets' performance of KD after that whole interaction when he got back on the court? Mm, no. They looked like... Tra- Draymond had zero points. Okay. He went 0 for 3. And KD shot terribly. And they lost by like 20-something to the Rockets. Not doing well. Yeah, not so doing great. you're like... What? Are they going to win a third championship in a row? Demarcus is coming back. Uh, that's Sorry. Gonna help. That, that's gonna help. Just like okay. Yeah, I mean it's and like Steph is still out. He hasn't been playing in two weeks, and they've not done well with him out. Which really shows that he's probably more MVP than yeah anybody else's. He's the identity of the team. Oh yeah, and when he's not in the court, which you know, people are saying like Steve Kerr with Curry and Steve Kerr without Curry, like the records are like vastly different. <laughs> Um, they lose quite a bit more when Curry's not on the court. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. He throws buckets upon buckets upon buckets. Right. That's 30 so, points you're getting. Yeah. Like, easy. Instant offense. Easy. You know? Um, he just shoots the ball 10 times and he's good. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, oh, Riley hears something. Uh, Riley was sleeping and then just, like, per- perked up like a meerkat. <laughs> um, Steph Curry. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, stir, like, we haven't seen a public version of the cat, the Golden State Warriors not doing well in a long time. Yeah, they went 0-3 on the road. Yeah, it's not first. great. It's, it's the first time. Um, I don't know. How, have you ever had a, you ever had to play a sport with someone you didn't like? Yep. Knowingly? Yep. How was that? Uh, this is the moment where we, co- we compare our JV careers to my varsity career you mean sure okay let me mm-hmm. just just yeah, sure i'll speak for myself just get it straight <laughs> all right i was a jv basketball player 
but Same. I was a varsity track runner and swimmer, so get it straight. I was barely varsity. So you speak on this. Um, so as a competitive person, I would say I had very much like the Michael Jordan mentality of like, we're winning games. Like we're winning, meaning, so in swimming, like first place got like six points, second place got five points, and so on and so on, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And so individuals doing well. Mm-hmm. Like in the individual races Mm -hmm. matters to the larger team, right? And then if you're in a relay together, like in same thing with track, right? If you're in a relay together, each person individually doing well means it's better for the team, right? And so, um, and in basketball, obviously, working well as a team is helpful in winning the games. Um, So for me, when I am specifically thinking about someone I swam with and also ran with that I truly did not like, Mm -hmm. like was just not a person like I just didn't like her attitude. She just had like a piss poor attitude. She was just not a she's not a very nice person. Like, I don't need to be your best friend, but I need you to do do what you got to do on the court, on the on the in the pool, in the track, whatever it is. Just do what you got to do. And I just remember um, I wanted her to do well when we were in relays together because if she didn't do well, we wouldn't like she would be the the, the chain that's broken in our in the, our the link. weak link. Yeah, she's the weak link, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or she's the anchor that's like not help, helping us. She's weighing us down and not yeah. doing her job. Um, so yeah, like outside of that, I'm just like like before the before a rally a, a relay or whatever yeah we'd get together we'd like huddle and like pump each other up did i hang out with her after or like like talk shit in the showers no <laughs> just did my business the michael jordan dennis rodman relationship yeah oh her, oh my god oh my god mm-hmm. yeah she was obnoxious like mm-hmm. i didn't like a lot of us didn't like her <laughs> yeah um but yeah i didn't have i'm, t- I'm thinking about like street ball that i've played how'd your team do how those teams do though collectively with her on there okay was she worth the but it could have been you didn't she, win a she was good she was good for sure no we never uh-huh. beat the schools with all the money that they had yeah like there's schools that had like people who were swimming and doing track since they were like five years old so mm-hmm. they were like olympian swimmers so we were competing against that um yeah seriously um but no i mean like we did well for like we always did well mm-hmm. but at what cost like what like no one like and after a while she like quit and like mm. moved on to other went teams. on to a, di- a different team or just quit because <laughs> oh, okay. you know high school we just quit and just oh do that's something true else. <laughs> you could just leave the team yeah you're not a paid athlete yep uh yeah but either way you your team could have been better had the like the chemistry um, been better totally and the warriors chemistry was really good yeah until, until recently until Recently, it was great until KD got there, and that was fine. But you had to rework some stuff. Yeah. But having him there for Draymond was what was, happens when you invite a snake into the par- into the garden. He's a, he's so sensitive about that. I didn't realize Did, how what, KD. Yeah. Do you know what he ju- he did in the Mavs game when they lost? No. He went up to a uh, a fan who was in the baseline, like um, in the baseline end of the court, uh-huh, uh-huh. and goes up and like watch the fucking game and shut the fuck up because the fans are like saying stuff right like oh you suck or like boo or whatever and then there's legit video of this that came out i'm just like sir you are such this is literally just a you have so many god kevin you are what what i what my me and my family call a sensi give him a hug 
his you know his mama gave him a lot of hugs. It's it's, it's not so, the hug thing. He no, just, but it's got to be hard when you think about like. I have, you, I, know, I, have zero, I, I have zero sympathy as the guy as the guy who wasn't showing a lot of sympathy toward Kawhi Leonard you you tried to stick up for Kawhi Leonard and I wasn't having any of it I'm surprised I, I still stick up for Kawhi Leonard I, I think he's doing better now but I could go on record in terms of how I feel about this sure. this guy but in ter- I'm surprised I'm the <laughs> one who's going to give Kevin Durant a little bit of grace yeah, on this one seriously. a little bit and Very. just thinking about how he grew up mm-hmm. as a kid with his, how much his mom meant to him. Yeah. The still real means MVP. to him the real MVP. There's a lot just, of, there, there's there's a few uh, Instagram like videos of him texting his mom. Mm-hmm. And his, his mom's like, Katie, are you okay? What's going on? And then the, he talks about how Draymond called him the B word. And she's like, <laughs> ball hog? <laughs> like, what do he call you? <laughs> and then he said, bitch. She's like, what? And then she's like, mom, don't say anything. And then Draymond texts him back of like, texts him as like, do you told your mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, back to, to what you were saying. Yeah, this think, guy to who's... Think of, to think of this a guy who grew up so attached to his mom, sensitive around someone who would love... His who's, mother loved, loved and his, him. And his brother brothers... Yeah brother mm-hmm. his siblings mm-hmm. like protected him very from, protected yeah. supporting him always had family you had it was you and family and a very close entourage like that's right. what he kept was his, his tight team right because the world was a scary place for him and all he did was play basketball mm-hmm. in a community that didn't have a lot of money you're very poor right and all of a sudden you have millions of dollars very quickly and you play with a guy on your team that you're not really you're good. As right. the Oklahoma City Thunder, you are good. Yeah. You went to the finals already. You're only like 23. Mm-hmm. And yet, you're not jiving with your point guard. Yeah. Because people recognize he's amazing. He'll get you 25, 10, and right. 10. But you don't like playing with him. Mm-hmm. You don't enjoy about Russell. it. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. When they were in the and, so, and so then you make a choice as a confident adult. For the first time in your life where you feel like at 24, 25, you have enough wisdom Mm. to make an informed choice about where you want to play next. Mm -hmm. And the choice you make, you think to yourself, people may not agree with this, but there's some people who are going to be in my corner about this and people will understand why I'm making this choice. To have that expectation be so wrong. Mm. And not see how people would view your decision. It's obtuse. It's very obtuse. And it must have been very jarring for him to see the whole world hate him. And he's like, but I'm KD. And then he's then he started playing into like, I've always been this guy. And I'm yeah. like, no, to, you to, haven't. The, 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 um, and the hate hate word might seem too strong. It's not. Like, it's, it's no, le- people, people legitimately hate him. Yeah. And, and they've been... And what... Makes people I wouldn't do say it I more. hate him. I just do, I super hate his dis his decision. No, no, no. I'm not talking about us. I mean, yeah. there, there are people who feel like they hate him in the world mm-hmm. because of his decision, and he will stand by that decision and say he was right. But with all the evidence and the amount of people from of credibility, from players to journalists mm-hmm. to analysts who don't agree with the choice he made, yeah. That's something that he's had to take to heart and will live with. And I don't think it, he'll get over it. Yeah. Ever. I, I think at 50, he'll still be struggling with that. Like, it's the way that, like, there's some people, when LeBron made the decision, mm-hmm. 
you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the big decision. Um, people were, there were people who were like, yeah, I'm into it. And there were other people who were like, this is stu- people like me who were like, the decision was a bad idea. The way he's like, you know, the way he did the decision going to Miami. Sure. Like I, I, I did not like that LeBron college. Yeah. LeBron was annoying to me. He was still a playmaker. College LeBron? Yeah, like he he did his four years of college oh, in I Miami. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, immature. It felt immature. It felt, like, very egotistical. All these different things. But he now talks about... He now looks mm-hmm. back at it and be like, yeah, no, I, I get why people thought that. Yep. Like, he's able to self-reflect. Reflect. And say... Show yeah, me... Like, would I, would I still make the same decision going to Miami? Yes, because mm-hmm. that has made the man that I am today. Right, right? but I, like, I would have done it differently. I would have done it differently. I, right. I maybe would do a boys and girls club like decision thing, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't make it like this yeah. show, like the showy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. really like bougie, off the wall bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because I know like it hurt my city. Right. It hurt my fans, mm-hmm. and it made me look like a piece of ass. Like right. it, like right. it made me look like an asshole. Right. And so he's able to now several years after that and 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 also struggling in miami in certain years uh-huh. to be like okay i understand like i don't know yeah. if katie will ever have a moment of that reflection and there, there's a level of i'm gonna say it there's a level of emotional intelligence yeah. and just maturity that one needs to do like to do that right right you know like they're just like i don't know they're they're gonna keep kd by all costs in golden state even though he probably won't stay there draymond he's expendable they'll let sadly they would let him go and he won't get any money or attention from another team like he would from golden state yeah so that's going to be unfortunate but that whole golden state team needs to break up they need to be done with it get the three-peat over with right and move on and if there's something about it when he gets that third ring, mm-hmm. when KD gets the third ring and maybe the third MVP award, right? That feeling of how hollow the season was mm. is yeah. gonna, like, I hope he can feel that and know that we as the fans feel the same way. Yeah, I hope he can. Like, I hope you get it. Like, it's like that Jim Carrey quote. He said, "I I wish everyone in the world could have." All the money, in the all world. the money in the world, so they could see that it won't make them happy. Yeah, but. it may solve some problems, but it won't. Mm-hmm. Joy and happiness comes from like we've talked about this before. It is a, it is a, it is a decision, a conscious decision that you make to mm-hmm. uh, that has a lot of self reflection, a lot of like, um, yeah. You got to do it the hard. Someone said recently, like, don't ever. T- oh, it was a Navy SEAL. I was mm-hmm. listening to a Navy ex Navy SEAL who wrote a book recently talking on a podcast Mm -hmm. and he said my advice to anyone would be don't ever take the easy road Mm. the easy road will never lead to satisfaction right will never lead to self-awareness will never lead to you testing your metal to see what you're truly about yeah do it the hard way because it's gonna last longer you could lose you could do a crash diet and lose 90 pounds in 30 days or whatever something wild but that's not sustainable. Yeah. Do it the way that's going to last forever. Build mm. a lifestyle around it and make it a habit. So, I mean, this the the choice that Katie made is his choice. But in the later years, I hope that he looks back on it. The words of Steve Kerr 
to someone like me stick out at the press conference they asked him hey yeah. you guys are going through a tough time right now right how do you feel what do you feel about that steve said yeah, it's pretty good if you ask me in terms of longevity being able to just now run into like some, the some issues yeah we have been living a dream for the last few yeah. years we only just woke up to the idea that this is the real nba that now there's some adversity right he's like we haven't had to face adversity in a few years that's true that's like yep. for the head coach to acknowledge hey i read between the lines my job has been easy yeah for a few years yeah and only now is it actually hard yeah that's yeah. like if you're a star player on that roster you got to say like i don't like Draymond. My coach is saying, this is, hey, you know how people were calling you a snake? That's because my job has been easy. Yeah. Like, I don't actually have to do, I let you guys draw up plays. Yeah. I take games off. Right. You know, and I was sitting out for 30 games or something. Yeah. My assistant coach led us to almost a perfect record. Yeah. And we just almost, got DeMarcus. Almost, so don't matter. Yeah. And we got DeMarcus Cousins over here. Yeah. Without even trying. Because he just wants to be in our presence. <laughs> I hope anyway. So you were mentioning LeBron's decision. LeBron's latest decision mm. was to go to LA. Yep. Where recently he dropped a lot of points. Fifty whole points. Fifty one. Oh yeah, fifty one points and mm-hmm. eight rebounds and seven assists. Somewhere in there. Like it was it was single digit, like mm-hmm. but high single digit um assists and rebounds. Yeah. Um and back in Miami. Yeah. He's the goat. What? Like. What? Look at, look at this person over here. What? You are, come on now. Like my loins hurt. What uh, are for you saying talking it. about? This is, this I, is coming from where? This is coming. This guy f- drops 51 points and she's like, all right, that's enough for me. That was I, the, okay, oh. so, he, so he's already passed Will Chamberlain uh, yeah. as to, uh, five, the fifth most... All-time. Uh, all-time scorer in yeah. the NBA. So it's like, oh, that's a great achievement. And I think he needs like to average 12 points or some like ridiculously low number to pass Jordan. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's going to happen this season. Right. Um, and it's going to be wild that he is going to do that. So he'll be fourth all-time. Right. And then he'll quit next season. As long as he continues to be healthy, he'll pass Kobe mm-hmm. and he'll just make his way to doing what he does. Um... Which is on pace to be the all-time greatest scorer in NBA history. Which is funny because people knock him for not being enough of a scorer. Right. <laughs> Which is because so he's such a... And I said this before. And I, I just think... I just look at all of the... I look at what he's doing. So when I say he's the GOAT, it's not... He's just an all-around really good player. And what he's doing for the league and for the world... And my heart. It just makes <laughs> me feel. I'm having a lot of feelings today, apparently. Alice got a big brunt of it earlier today. So it's just smile and wave. <laughs> I'm just, just going to smile and nod and just, you know, it's just, I, I'm just really appreciative that I get to live in the era where I, I genuinely thought about what is the NBA going to feel like? Mm-hmm. Just feel. Mm-hmm. I'm not even looking you in the eye. That is how, like, mm-hmm. like 
how is it going to feel like when LeBron is gone? Like shit. It's going to feel like garbage. We're going to talk. It's, yeah. It's like when Jordan yep. left. You remember that? And, and those years suck. Those are called the lost tapes. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> called, what happened What happened between. They call that the WTF <laughs> period. Like, and. Between 98 and 2005. Yeah, we were seven like. Seven years where you were just like, what? what is a superstar and what does a good team look like? Yeah, because we were all confused. Who's the. I mean, that, I mean, we were seeing the Spurs doing well in that era. Team ball. Yeah, it was very team ball, but like done, they were a boring, star. really boring. But the 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 uniqueness about LeBron is that he himself is a star, mm-hmm. but his teamness mm-hmm. is like out of this world. Yeah, that's what makes him the goat. We're talking about if LeBron had the Sesame Street puppets as his teammates, they would still make the finals. Yeah, like that's what the Cleveland Cavaliers were this past season. He's a uh, Jr. was basically. Uh, the trash can guy, I can't. Whatever that Oscar is. The gr- Oscar, the, Oscar the Grouch? Wasn't so grouchy, but he's definitely trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a hard job, and I know he's very sensitive, so I hope he does not listen to this podcast. Oh, that's I just, too funny. It, it happens. But LeBron's a transcendent player. That's what I hear you saying, is that LeBron yeah. elevates the conversation across the league. And I can't think of another player in our lifetime. Yeah. And our lifetime is like the... The Michael Jordan like was the end of the Magic era. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw like a glimpse of Magic. You mean the Orlando Magic? No, Magic, uh, Johnson. Magic Johnson. Okay. Um, I jumped on the Bulls in '96. I came for the second three P. That's I fine. I was there the from the beginning, so like, don't worry about it. I got it. I feel okay. Mind you, I was an immigrant kid, and my uncle, mm-hmm. my mom's cousin, who was like technically my uncle, the way family stuff worked. Like, the only way I bonded... He was our only family. Mm-hmm. And the only way I bonded with him was watching The Simpsons and The Bulls. Yeah. <coughs> that would do it. Good good shows. In the early 90s, both of those were quality. Right. Except for the Apu stuff. But other than that, it's right, all good. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Except for the white man play, you know, sounding sounding like a racist motherfucker. Yeah. Other than that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I, I there was magic. I don't really, like, remember much of magic. Because I was so young, right? When he when he left, and when mm-hmm. when he was in his prime, and when he left, mm-hmm. and then there was this like young kid named Michael Jordan mm-hmm. coming to mm-hmm. the Bulls wearing number twenty three. Right. right, 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 right. Sorry, I'm just pointing at my yeah, cardboard yeah. figure of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like, I can't think of another like star like the star power mm-hmm. that like a Michael had. Mm-hmm. And the team ball that like a Tim Duncan and like that era has, like mm-hmm. I can't. Who has both of those things? I can't think of another player. No, no, no. I genuinely can't. We haven't seen it. Because another lifetime. star player was a Kobe, but he didn't play team ball. Carby, Kobe, Carby, Kobe, who's Carby? Kobe, <laughs> pass what? <laughs> What's passing? Passing the ball. What is that? I don't even. I don't it, remember. Shaq was so dominant, right? But Shaq was not relatable. He, he was, was just a goofball he in was a lot go- of well, ways. Well, no, he was goofball in that way. He was relatable because right. we're all a little silly. Mm-hmm. But he was seven feet tall and 400 pounds. Yeah. It's like you can't do post moves like him. Yeah. So, I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry is so likable as a figure because he's not a dominant personality like Michael. Right. But he's sizable enough and small enough. To be relatable. Mm. Like, you're not a big... He's not a big guy. And that's why a lot of people like him. Right. LeBron's... The, I was... 
who was I talking to the other day where we were saying, I feel like the reason the NFL is not good with, not big on me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I just don't care about the personalities. There's no star pinnacle figure in football. Outside of like a Colin Kaepernick that was also good at his job. and Yeah, but he wasn't even that... He wasn't like Jordan or LeBron. No, he was still a good... I I was just saying in the the grand scheme of like good quarterbacks, he was a good quarterback. Yeah, there's nobody in the league who's like... Even the Joe Montana's and Eli or Peyton Manning, I should say, of the league. Good, but football's just so like... Yeah. Stop and go, and you don't even play both ends of the the pitch right. on the field. It's just it's a and you don't see the whole players' personality. Their, their yeah, helmets right. are on. Their helmets yeah. and pads. You can't. They're not. They're not reachable. Right. Like even if you touch them, you're touching plastic pads. Right. It's guarded. Whereas baseball is so bleeding, boring. <laughs> it's just hard to watch. It's so slow. Um, hockey's cool, but it's like. It's also a lot of pads. You don't it's really pads. get. You don't really get to see. Yeah, and basketball is the only one you can really do without another person. Like, if you wanted to play basketball at home, you have a hoop and a ball. or soccer. Or soccer. Those two are very, they're low cost, Mm -hmm. and you can do them by yourself. That's why a lot of people of color play those games very well. (laughs) They're they're affordable, and you can do them alone. Yeah. So, basketball. Or with one other person. Or with one other person, any number of people. But you can see the full body, you see the full face, all the tattoos, all the expression, the shoes. You don't sell hockey skates no. that are designer hockey skates. Right. No it, you don't have f- a whole street culture no. around sneakers, Fendi, around basketball sneakers. Fendi and Gabbana are not trying to get in on like football cleats. Yeah, no. You know, but basketball shoes, the, some Our of the fire. tribute yeah. shoes to like Stan Lee. Yo, did you did you know that Le, uh, the Jordan 11s are coming out? They're re-releasing them. The patent leather ones yeah. with the full length mm-hmm. airsole unit. Yeah, they re-release those every once in a while. I know, but they it's exciting. they released the Space Jams not too long ago. I they mean, keep making money on the 11s. It's fine. I mean, it was fire when it came out. Yeah, but there's like, is someone who appreciates more tech? Sure. It's, it's, it's low tech. It's, it's not. It's, it, it was good tech for the time. Yeah. But where we've gone in terms of like comfortability, mm-hmm. oof, there's some lightweight, nice stuff. A lot lighter than yeah. that shoe. But it still looks cool if you're going to wear it casually. Either way, LeBron is. I just think it's so funny how wrong people have been about his career. I feel so lucky, is what I'm saying to my friend. Yeah. I have felt so fortunate. To in my lifetime mm-hmm. have experienced mm-hmm. a Jordan. Mm-hmm. To be confused my teenage years by the McGrady's and the Iversons and the Kobe's, right. the but Carters. It was still, but it was still cool. It was still cool. Yeah, I just didn't Iverson know. Play, seeing Iverson play was yeah. wild. Yeah. He was amazing. He transcended the dress code. Yeah, like the, it was a shock to the system. Right, and then to see a kid, LeBron. Yeah, I watched when he was in high school. Yeah, and I followed him. All the way through and to watch what he is today. To have two players so closely in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And even Kobe was part of that conversation too. But people have been so wrong about mm-hmm. LeBron's career. Yep. Statistically. I have remembered arguing with people about LeBron versus Kobe in 2010. Mm-hmm. These morons. Everyone said Kobe. And they were like, Kobe's better. I'm like, are you daft? <laughs> like, what are you? You must be on drugs. You like, I don't. It's just like, well, Kobe's more clutch. And it was like, Kobe wins. A, uh, okay, that's fine. 
When's the last time you saw Kobe hit a clutch three in the last what? three minutes? Let me what? Ask, let me call up the game. <laughs> what game was it? What team was it? Tell me when Kobe hit that last. And they couldn't think of one that wasn't six years prior. Yep. And it's like we're living on that clutch reputation and it is not deserved meanwhile and i can name like two or three clutch moments lebron had in the last three years yeah so it was like who's in oh, the last few was, games and they were like <laughs> they were like oh but his was a layup i'm like did it go in <laughs> two points from 15 or two points from five feet is still two points to me. yeah i seriously. do not care but uh and then they were like statistically kobe is better he's a better scorer i'm like are you talking about career averages? Because LeBron has a higher career average by two and a half points. Right. It's not even close. You know what's wild? I, I just read somewhere, and this is specifically on Hoops Nation's Instagram, only 0.03%, 0.03% of high school basketball players make it to the NBA, like straight from yes. high school to basketball. Sure. To NBA basketball. And only 0.003% play at the level at that level or longer for uh for longer than four years yep and you know who are the two people they're talking about kobe and lebron no garnett and lebron i mean i think kobe's in there and so is um mcgrady i guess mcgrady's in there too because didn't he he played for more than four years obviously yeah so but they were just the two examples but like to think that a lebron because you were saying like this kid from at 18 years old mm-hmm. you know who's whose people were talking about him being the king before he was even like a, yeah. a man <laughs> like yeah. or like a, a you know not to be like heteronormative or gender you know conforming but like th- this is a kid that a is kid. now doing not not and not and not just doing like cool things on the, on the court which mm-hmm. he is doing cool mm-hmm. things on the court on a like statistic and just like skill level mm-hmm. But he's doing cool things on the court for teams and understanding what team ball looks like right. as a star. Like, right. to still have ego and have ex- expectations of your teammates like a Jordan and a Kobe would, mm-hmm. but still doing it in a way that Scotty would, like, yeah. get the team together. You're not demeaning them. Right. You're still valuing the humanity of the person that you're right. playing with. And then he's also doing these things on the other end when it comes to, like, media and society and saying, like, I, I can do more than dribbling oh like i God. i'm more than an athlete um doing things like the show you know so it's like that's when i look at all of that i'm like there is yes michael being the goat in the way yeah. that he is an assassin a mercenary an ass- and just someone who changed basketball mm-hmm. changed like 100 percent. he took it to the world he took it to the world and lebron has got the world to come to basketball mm-hmm. and to him in a way that because he's used society and like all the things that like social media, entertainment, all those things to his advantage. Whereas Jordan didn't have, didn't need to because it didn't exist really at that time. Mm-hmm. But you know, he yeah. will retire as the greatest player of all time. Yeah, he will. If, if if no one, if no one feels it now, just wait. Is what I tell I'm also, them. Yeah, and I'm at a point like you don't understand basketball or know basketball if you think that he is a piece of crap. I'm like, so you've not seen a person like I'm. So so, I Bryna is a person that hated this kid. Right. I was like, he's so arrogant arrogant and obnoxious. I cannot stand him. Right. I, Bryna Matthew, yeah. am a fan. Like, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I want a Lakers LeBron jersey. Okay. The birthday or no, Christmas gift. N- no to the fans. No to the fans. That's uh, like specifically the city one, the black and purple ones. Ooh, they're pretty. I really like the city, city ones. 
Anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, I, I, it, it hurts my heart to think what's going to happen to the NBA when he's gone. Because he's so, so likable as a leader, mm-hmm. as a person. It's just like we could call this the LeBron podcast because I, I mean just, we talk about him every every episode it's at because this point. Every episode he's doing the next milestone, Ugh, and he's doing it, and he's doing it <laughs> with coaches that are not Phil Jackson, Steve <laughs> Kerr, Greg Popovich, Pat Wright. He's doing it with guys who just don't some, have just that. Dudes. Just dudes. Luke Walton is his coach. He got drafted with him. <laughs> Can Sorry. we take a minute? I can't stand you for Can saying that. Can we take a minute to acknowledge <laughs> this guy? Is taking his teams to the promised land with very little resources? Ugh. I mean, like this will be fun. He should, he the um, people who don't realize what they're missing when it comes basketball people. I don't expect like people who are opera fans sure. to like suddenly love basketball yeah, because LeBron totally. James is great. For the people who are real basketball fans you are missing out if lebron james is still a problem for you yeah like he's just such a gem <sighs> he's so he was hitting threes he's in three do you remember when we said he couldn't hit shots yeah he takes I used confident to say shots he needs to his free throw well his free throws needs yeah to be better. he's late but he what i like LeBron, about him is he said i'm trash he's like i'm garbage oh yeah uh, from, he's very self-aware i think that's mm-hmm. what miami did to him mm-hmm. start to like work on that self-awareness when mm-hmm. he came back to cleveland he's like i need to know what i can bring and what i can't bring to a team yeah. and what i can do to facilitate mm-hmm. So this is this is a this is an exciting time to be a basketball fan. And when he the thing is like did you see the Instagram of him wearing the pajamas? Yes, with his kids. With the basketballs yeah. on them. Which is done by one of my favorite artists, oh, really? uh, Jonas Wood. Oh, okay. Um so I was like, Oh my god, he got that right that jump ear. So he got this thing, um, and he's just acting like everything's chill. Right. He's like calling Jonan on his son yeah. for what he's wearing. Yeah. And then he said, I can't talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at what I'm wearing. But then when you see him interact with fans, like if he's on the sideline and, you know, he and almost he crashed get, into that person. He doesn't get sensitive about mm-hmm. things. <laughs> Remember that time someone had a beer and he acted like he was going to drink the beer yeah. or whatever? Like he, he will have fun with the fans. Right. KD. Will had doesn't have, we'll have that beef with the fans, and we're talking about two players who both came from single mother households. Um, People are just wired, to, and I, they're and I, wired differently. They're just wired is what I'm differently. It's like KD had a different experience, and it's not because of how necessarily all he grew up in DC. Because how LeBron grew up in Akron was hard, right? But LeBron's wiring as a leader is a different mindset. He wants to be a leader, mm-hmm. but he knows. You gotta eat last. Mm-hmm. When your when your team needs you, it's not about you. It's some, not about you. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying it. He was hella frustrated. Yeah, but he's like, but I also know what I signed up for. Like he's not. Mm-hmm. This is not. He's not blind to what he's what he's saying. I can't ask more of my guys than what they're giving. Right. If I'm if I can sense that they're giving a hundred percent. That's all you can what ask. What else can I ask for? Yeah. Exactly. Oh God. What a guy. I do like those city editions, which I, it pains me to say that because when they first came out, I thought they were so ugly. I really like the black and purple ones. All it takes. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean the 
when those are the pinstripes. Yeah. Yeah. See, all it takes is just show me an image enough times. And then you're and like, oh, I like, like it. it. <laughs> I knew, I hate that I know that about myself <laughs> because they just released the Kyrie Fives. Yeah. And they released the Dame Fives. Uh huh. Both shoe, neither shoe look particularly good to me. Mm hmm. And I know in a month I'll want both of them. Oh, yeah. I absolutely know that about you. Dang. That's exactly what's going to happen. Dang. <laughs> uh, anyway, do we have anything else to add on the basketball end? No. I feel like uh, we're good. I mean, as as to be expected. All I know is I'm going to see those same people I used to argue about Kobe and LeBron with uh-huh. in March. Yeah. And when I see them in March, if they're still talking about that pro Kobe. Is this for is this for uh, best friend's wedding? Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm not getting married. I know I'm his best friend, but I'm not getting married. Remember, I'm your other best friend. You know, I got it. Yeah, it was nice. That's, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, Tim, don't get sad. <laughs> no, no to Tim. I, if I, if people are still saying Kobe's better than LeBron, I'm going to punch someone and throw them in the ocean. Because <laughs> I, I just don't, I can't help you anymore. Yeah, I can't help someone who can't help themselves. Right. You, these are facts. These are not fake news. This is not a question anymore, is it? It's like when Kobe got back on Twitter and people were like, who's better? LeBron, MJ. LeBron, MJ. Kobe's like, guys, let's not talk about who's the best. MJ, LeBron, me. <laughs> Kobe, we weren't talking about you. Nobody was No one said your name, you. boo. No one said your name. We have moved on. The company you keep is not serving you. Ooh. Whoever is around you. Ooh, sir. Take them, take them down a notch. I love it. Humility. Um, that's all I got. All right. Let's, uh, let's go on and talk about some of our dope people. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What up, folks? Welcome to our third and final segment of the cast, our Dope Person of the Week. Before we begin, you might have heard Alex exclaim in the last segment at the end and tail, and it kind of like cut off. And we purposely put that in there because we, while the cast was finishing up, that segment was finishing up, we saw that Kemba Walker scored how many points? 43! Wild. Free Kemba Walker. <laughs> it just, he, he went beast mode. Just wow. I'm just ever impressed. Ever impressed. I just can't. So I was I was really uh, excited for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll start with our dope person of the week, and I'll start. Um, so my dope person slash people of the week are... Um, oh, hold on one second. The dogs are about to attack. Ooh, do, you, do you hear that? I'll buy both of you a ball. If you just chill out. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> it just I just wish people could face. see what was happening. Your what? dog. I've never seen Wrigley so aggressive or territorial about anything. Let him know. Bite his ear. <laughs> Mike Tyson that. Oh my god, what is happening? Wrigley's paw is on the tennis ball. This is getting very primordial. Riley, the other dog very much is hovering over Wrigley and the ball and wants it. Someone's going to have to. There can be only one, gentlemen. Okay, it looks like they're sharing. It seems... Okay, it seems fine. Well, really, okay. just let him take it. Like, nope. <laughs> oh, he's like, hang on. Okay. All right, back to this. So, my dope person or persons, peoples, mm-hmm. humans of the week uh, are the ladies of the Red Table Talk, a Facebook uh, show 
that uh, Jada, P- Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Willow Smith, and Jada Pinkett Smith's mom, Adrian, does. Uh, I think pretty much like every couple of days they do like a, a show or every week they do a show. Um, it's been such a lovely show because it's three generation of black women speaking on their life experiences. They talk about life. They talk about love. They talk about, you know, Will came into the picture at one point in one of the it was one of the people that they were like talking to about like the 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 struggles that they had in their marriage and like how they worked it out and all those different things and um really really beautiful and just and they talk about real things right it's not sugar-coated which is super important um and this week they they specifically talked about domestic violence um adrian talked about uh the domestic violence that she faced um in the hands of jada pinkett smith's father Mm -hmm. um there was a young woman that talked about uh the abuse that she saw her mother face like again really deep and important things that i think women of color don't often talk about um specifically around just issues that they face as women of color specifically black women so those three wonderful humans are my dope people of the week because they're doing some good things and it's free it's on facebook you could see it um they're short episodes that are like you know less than 30 minutes long um so yeah check them out and thank you for doing what you do for people out there to know that the issues that you're talking about are important and that needs to be said so that's my dope person and for those of you who don't know jada pinkett smith is married to, married to will smith willow is their kid mm-hmm. those kinds of things that was dope yeah just just something She's, short and yeah. sweet and cute the gram was showing me pictures of jada pinkett smith and willow around a table and i just didn't know what it was pertaining yeah, to because i was the red table talk scrolling too fast that's yeah. great and they do it's grandma mom mm. and daughter is that the one where okay so you said will was on one of the episodes talking yeah. about issues they had in their marriage yeah is that where i saw the clip of will and jada at the same table talking about how they give each family member 10 days of vacation like each, oh i'm sure that yeah yeah he said the prescription they have one of the things they do for yeah. a healthy family life is every person in the family he uh Jada, as they become the kids, an adult yeah yeah have 10 days in which everyone has to do what they want to do mm-hmm. unquestioned maybe right. 10 is too much i yeah. forget how many days but it's something are, a lot yeah. more than i would be willing to give i know that mm-hmm. and uh he said so when i want to go doing some adventurous stuff out there whatever they have to come along right when jada wants to do the Christmas stuff with the sweaters and the tree right. and the singing of the songs. I'm in there, tra la 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 la, singing the same songs. Oh, she's like, it's tradition. He goes, yeah, and I I will be there for it. Right. <laughs> it's also called compromise. It is compro- that would drive me nuts. But uh, I understand I'm why it's important. I'm gonna make you do that this Christmas. What? Make you tra la 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 la. Give it. Oh, <laughs> no. If you are coming to my home, I'll eat Chinese food on Christmas Day. We are tra la la la. I think it's cute when kids do it. I think as an adult, it's the, annoying. Ch- the Christmas cheer is definitely lost on capitalism. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's not the same yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. All right. But yeah, that's my dope person cool. or dope people. Cool pick. Well. I think this might be the first time that we both pick women for our dope <gasps> people. What? Uh, yeah. So okay. my dope person this week is WNBA legend Sue Bird. 
What? Okay. Dope. I remember Sue Bird when she was drafted in 2002, number one to the Seattle Storm. Yeah. And it was coming off of her two championship wins at UConn. Yep. She won two championships at the University of Connecticut, as one does under Genio Oriema. Yes. And so uh, she was sharp shooter ball handler just all like pistol pete right of her time and so she just recently got hired to the front office for the denver nuggets no way she uh is what's she doing current she's still a current nba WNBA, um champion she just won a championship this past season mm-hmm. um with the seattle storm which is her third championship in 11 years she's gotten that's pretty, pretty great nice yeah um and added to the front office for the nuggets as their basketball operation associate okay so working with the president of basketball operations tim conley like right hand person to have nice so yeah that's very cool so she just joined the organization um and re- oh, sorry she wrapped up her 16th season in the WNBA. Okay. Which she saw her earn her 11th All-Star bid. 11, wow. 11 time All-Star. Wow. Um, three-time champion. And she's a native of New York. And, oh my God, so many. Um, she's has been all WNBA first team five times and all WNBA second team three times. Currently ranks first in the WNBA in career games, mm. first in career minutes played, first in assists, third in points, third in made three pointers, and fifth in steals. Wow. Damn. Impressive. She's better than most professional men. Most women are. I'm yeah, you put her out. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah, you put her out there. Yeah, she can hold her own. Nice. So, congratulations to uh, new front office exec Sue Bird for the Denver Nuggets. Awesome. That's a good dope people to have. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, super into it. Well, that's our cast. That's our episode. So, anything you want to say before we end anything off? No, just give Melo a job. Give Mel a job and free Kimba Walker. That's right. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Well, continue to follow us on all of social media platforms. Um, follow us, like us, all those wonderful things. Until next time, be dope, and we'll catch you later. See ya.